Okay. Welcome back to another edition of Burgers and Brats. Today we got Jay Parrish from the Fantasy Football Plug Podcast. Make sure you're following us on TuneIn, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and even on Pandora at Burgers Brats. And hit up our Instagram and Twitter at Burgers and Brats. Jay, thank you for coming on. Your um, podcast is a mouthful. <laughs> yeah, man. That, Braxton, I appreciate y'all having me, man. Uh, yeah, it is. Um, got to meet Tua Tungavailoa before. Same thing for him. I've got bloopers where he's giving me a, a, a plug, so to speak. It's it's hysterical. I know. I've I've even spoke to my, like said it to myself multiple times. I'm like, dang, man. Maybe I need to kind of maybe I need to cut that back. <laughs> yeah, Tua Tua needs to be on your podcast. You can't say it's hard to say his last name as well. Tagavaloa. Tungavailoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. You crazy? You met Tua. Cool yeah, dude. cool guy. Real cool, man. It was frustrating because I'm a big LSU fan, being from Baton Rouge. So, getting we are to sorry him to hear me. that, <laughs> man. Yeah, well, I'm sorry myself. I mean, to you guys or whoever you guys, who, who's your who's your college squad? OU. Both to go to OU. I think that's right. You're in what Oklahoma City? Yes. Yeah, Norman, Oklahoma <laughs> City. Well, that's cool. Um, you know, good luck to you. I mean, you know, championships. <laughs> kind of you know it, it's it's hard to be the king heavy it weighs is. the crown <laughs> uh, that joe burrow man dude is a legend dude he's a freak great. yeah he's awesome how, man. how well do you think he'll be <laughs> that that was a cool pick how do you how do you think he'll fare out um in cincinnati this year i think he's gonna do just fine i mean they obviously believe in him and actually sending dalton off to the cowboys um shows some some extra push for him um, it's going to take them a minute, I think, to pick up the NFL's speed. But as long as they do something to make sure that offensive line keeps them safe, because that old line in Cincinnati is t- <laughs> was trash. Not good. Um, not good at all, man. Not good at all. But as long as they can keep them protected, I think it'll be just fine. I mean, they brought in Higgins. Um, he's going to have AJ Green back, so that's going to be a phenomenal uh, presence there for him to learn from and, and, you know, get all these pointers from. I think he's going to do okay. I don't think they're going to be anything amazing. I think it's going to be more of a more of a learning year for him. But I think I think he'll do just fine. No, yeah, Matt and I both think um, he's, he's going to do great. He's got John Ross. He's got A.J. Green. He's got um, Higgins. And he's got one of the best running backs, Joe Mixon, in the league, Oklahoma boy. So, I mean, he's, he's got some potential around him on offense. Oh, for sure, man. And now, now that Mixon, they toward the, the beginning of the year, Mixon was a little bit scary last season, and then all of a yeah. sudden he took off because he got his confidence and his feet under him because they finally started using the way he needed to be used. And the kid is a freak, man. I, I love the way Mixon plays. Um, yeah, Higgins is going to be a monster. You got Boyd there as well. Um, who do they have? Who do they? Uh, what, what's that cat's name? The tight end. Um, oh. CJ, wow, yeah. I keep on wanting to say Hushmanzada, but I know that's not it. But he's, I think he's going to come up. I mean, he's got a lot of offensive weapons, so I think Burrow's going to do just fine. I think he's going to be great. Yeah, we hope so. He should be good. Um, new new head coach, so that's always – that'll be beneficial. Oh, for sure. Um, hopefully. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So so let's get started. I'm cooking on the grill. Some NBA news. 
NBA to vote Thursday on a format um, for the restarting their season in Orlando. I want to ask you, do you think it was it's right to have the NBA season come back? They are um, just have bringing back a few teams, not all of them, most likely. And they're doing it on one site, limiting um, personnel coming in. Just what are your thoughts on the season restarting there in Orlando? I think it's great. Um, of course, I've missed sports so much that I'm always going to be all for it. I mean, it, you know, as long as they do it right and they're safe, I think I, I think the I think it's going to be fantastic. Um, with with them doing it in Orlando, I think that's pretty smart. Uh, we've got a, a friend that's that's a doctor who always taught who's talked about this COVID stuff and everything happening and like with the heat and everything, it definitely kills it down. So I think they're, I think they're, I think they're making the right move of bringing the season back, to be honest. Yeah, I think it is smart to do it and do it in Orlando. That's the only way um, to do it, to put it in one location and limit mm-hmm. contact. So there's growing support to bring 22 teams and they would include play in games to get a playoff berth. Um, not considering all 30 teams, do you think that's fair to only bring back 22 and not all 30? Because uh, we I mean, were only, I, what, a few weeks away from the playoffs anyways? Yeah, I mean, it, if but they didn't get to – I mean, the, the thing that I was thinking about um, whenever I was – I was thinking about this before and talking to a buddy of mine at work, and, like, he was saying that he doesn't think it's fair, but, I mean, I, I kind of figure it is if – It'd, it'd be just fine as, I mean, you know, as long as my Pelicans are in there, but you know, that it's, I think it's fine. It's, they've got to do it in order to, I guess, make the schedule right to everything fall together is my opinion. I don't know. I haven't read up as much as I would like to about it, but um, I'm going to get on top of that here pretty soon. I think it's fine bringing 22 teams. I mean, it, the ones that are doing the best in the league before it's shut down, I think, you know, why not? I mean, there's no reason to bring the other teams in. I mean, it's not like they got better, while everything's been shut down. That's true. That is true. That, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. Not all teams need to come back. Need to limit the spread, but also they're not in contention. They're nowhere close to making the playoffs. Correct. Just um, get them an extra break. I bet they want that. They don't want to go play some games in Orlando. Because Epcot's <laughs> not even open. Disney World's not even open. <laughs> Why would they want to go? <laughs> aren't they i didn't i read somewhere that they're doing like they've got a, a spot inside of disney world just specific for these games yeah i'm pretty sure that's, that's <laughs> what's gonna happen that's how they're gonna have to do this i mean i guess big enough spot i guess i mean it makes it makes sense keeps it away from everybody as long as it's shut down nobody else is going to be getting in Are they, they're going to be playing with fans or no they are going to allow some family and some media looks like we don't know how much okay. looks, well, it looks like we'll find out Thursday, but I'm sure it's not going to be many and they're just going to spread out everywhere. Okay. Yeah. I, I was figuring the same thing. I just wasn't exactly sure if they were doing that. Cause I've been seeing stuff about the NFL letting them. And I've, I've seen that the NBA is going to let some people in kind of look what you just said. I just wasn't sure who, I guess family and media makes the most sense. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like allowing fans were just, um, take away that just take away everything that what they're trying to do in the NBA right now right it would make any sense to go play in Orlando and then have a lot of fans come play or come watch right yeah put it in a specific spot in order not to spread anything and then get everybody together yeah that would make a yeah you're right <laughs> so on um, the the play-in they might do some play-in games in the east um magic have that by about six and a half games but 
they're going to allow the Wizards to come play in. Do you see any way the Magic or the Wizards can overtake the Magic for that eight seed? Because they're only going to play about uh, six to or ten games, maybe total. So, is there any way the Magic lose that eight seed to the Wizards? I, I really don't think so. I don't. I mean, I think. Yeah. I think the magical. I think they'll just keep moving through. I don't think the Wizards will take it. I don't think they even come close. No, there's just there's not enough games really, and they're mm-hmm. they're six and a half back. It's really far just to go. So the Magic have to lose uh, six or seven, or they have to lose seven games. So I don't see that happening, unless they, they just don't bring all their team or their whole team gets sick. Right. But in the West, do the Pelicans? Do your Pelicans make a push for that eight seed? Yes, the, the Grizzlies still have it right now. <laughs> yes, hundred percent. Yes. Okay. Now nah, it's you can't sleep on the Grizzlies, man. They've, from what I've seen before, uh, they've got a lot of skilled players. They're a, they're a good organization. I mean, I just I don't think I think we could take it, but I think it's going to be a really hard fought battle. Hopefully, um, Zion stays healthy. Hopefully his knees are all good. Hopefully he gets in the game. You know what I mean? Like that's one thing that was real frustrating about whenever the season started. Everybody wanted to see him play, and it was like, oh, he's not going to play this game. And you're like, damn, just frustrating. But I think I think that my Pelicans will take it. I really do. Yeah, it's I, I've got it between the Grizz or Pelicans because there are four teams. You got the Kings, Grizz, Pels, and Blazers that are all four games back. Um, those three teams are four games back from the Grizzlies, so it's a toss-up. It can be. But yeah, I can't decide between the Grizzlies or Pelicans. I've got the Pelicans as the team that would overtake the Grizzlies. But I think right now, since the Grizzlies have that four-game advantage, I've got to stick with them and Jaw. He's just been balling out. I did not expect this at all. Did you see this um, Jaw Morant um, season coming? Um, I did, actually. I, I love the kid. I, whenever the draft and everything was going on, I remember like my my uh, parents came and visited. My my old man and I were sitting there watching basketball. He's the one who really got me into basketball and grew up with it. And as we're watching, I just man, I was hoping that something would happen to where we could, you know, there were some kind of trades or something. That I mean, this kid was just unbelievable. Like watching him and like his highlights and watching him in college and his and his tape on YouTube and stuff. Because I'll, I'll hit up YouTube and watch these players sometimes just to kind of get up on on things and. Yeah, he's un- he's unbelievable. So you wanted Jaw instead of Zion? Is that what I just heard? No, I didn't say that. But I would have been I wouldn't have been disappointed. I really wouldn't. Because I mean, yeah, Jaw Morant is playing. <laughs> you know, like that's true. That's true. <laughs> you know, I, I would love. Uh, I, you know, I, I'm big on fantasy football and stuff. And one of the main things is opportunity there. So, like, I mean, if you've got an opportunity to get on the on the court, you know. I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd kind of rather a player that's going to actually play. But when Zion plays, man, that dude is – it's unbelievable. It's like dominant like Shaq. It's it's crazy. It is. He can shoot threes. He can dunk. He can do anything. That He he might be the next LeBron or the next Shaq, as you just said. But, yeah, that those two players are great for the um, future of this league, no doubt. For sure. So, um, who do you have – making it to the um or who do you have making it to the finals from the eastern side milwaukee oh man i would love to see dallas but i know they're 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 uh that's going to be really really hard but 
I, I would, yeah, Milwaukee is really who I'm looking at. I mean, just because they're just so, I mean, they're just a great team. And it's so weird, man, because I'm, I'm, I paid more attention to old school basketball. So when you hear anything about the Milwaukee Bucks, <laughs> I'm just like, okay, whatever. But now they're just dominant. It's it's crazy how good their players are, man. I, I love watching them play. What's his name? Giannis. Uh, how do you? Yeah, onto onto Tecumpo, kind of like your podcast. It's a mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny is they call him the Greek freak, right? Yeah. My wife's Greek, and <laughs> I'm like, have you heard that name? She goes, No, I can't say that I have. So of course, huh. she's she's kind of brilliant whenever it comes to her brain capacity. Like it, I'm I'm a complete idiot when it comes to anything else but she's pretty cool like pretty incredible with this stuff so she starts studying and all that like if she was ever if you ever wanted to know anything about this kid she'd be the she'd be the lady to talk to like she learned something she learned everything about this dude in like a like a matter of 15 minutes (laughs) wow yeah it's insane (laughs) yeah it's nuts now if you tried to you know tell her anything else about basketball she'd look at you like you were crazy but, but I mean, I, I'm thinking Milwaukee. I'm thinking it's going to be Milwaukee hitting the finals. Which right, would be what cool about with the me West side? I like that kid. Um, I think, man, and a lot of people are going to hate me for this. Um, the Lakers. I don't hate you. I don't hate you. Uh, well, I appreciate that. <laughs> Just, I know a lot of people who are going to hear this. And because I've never really been much of a Lakers fan. My dad loves the Lakers. He's been a Lakers fan since I was a kid. Um, but I just think I think that LeBron is really going to push. And I think with Davis and, I mean, just everybody there, I mean, I don't, I don't see them. I can't see them not making it to the finals. And I think that would be a, like a really cool finals to, to see LeBron and, and Giannis. I think that would be awesome. Yeah, I, I completely agree uh, with both your picks. I've got Milwaukee making it out of the East. It's got to be finally their year after blowing it um, last year. They they should have made it to the finals last year, in my opinion. But right. you've got LeBron King James. That dude is one. That dude's my goat. I don't know about you. I think you're Michael Jordan, but <laughs> his, his playoff pushes him in the playoffs it's just a whole different breed man lebron james can just turn it on that dude the teams he took with the Cavs, if he can take that team if he can beat the 73 9 warriors with that Cavs team (laughs) and he can be or he can go to the conference or he can go to the finals with anthony davis oh if if okay if they make it to the finals the the lakers are gonna have another ring LeBron's oh, yeah, gonna I, his, I completely agree. LeBron's going to get his fourth, only <clears throat> two under Mike, but, you know, whatever. Who's counting, right? <laughs> Who's counting, right? <laughs> I, I do think um, the Lakers get there. I, why, I'm surprised you think people are going to hate that pick because I know a lot of people are picking the Lakers just because of LeBron, and as you do too, I hate the Lakers. <laughs> I never liked the Lakers. I – I never, I, I did not like Kobe as a player until the last few years of his um, 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 what career. That's right. when I started to appreciate him. But he he took out my Nuggets in that 09 Western Conference Finals. I hated him. <laughs> uh, he would all he would make every shot at the um, last second. So that's why we all hate the Lakers here. Um, 
But yeah, I think they I think they get their ring this year. Uh, LeBron adds four to it, or adds another one to make it four. Look, LeBron James is an unbelievable player, and one thing that I'm really big about is the person outside of the jersey. And LeBron James is a good, good dude, man. Like from what from what I've seen and read, I mean, he's just a great person, and that that means a lot. I'm just I'm an old schooler, man. I mean, you're you. you how, how old are you, my man? You what? 20, 21. 21. Okay. God, man. Oh, 21. <laughs> what? You speak very well. That's why I'm like, I, I, could, I almost couldn't Thank believe you. it. You speak very well. You're very, very learned. Very learned young man. But LeBron, <laughs> LeBron is phenomenal. I can't. I mean, I could go over points per for both of them, rebounds, assists, steals, all that stuff. And I still give it to MJ just because of I'm kind of a cerebral. Like when it comes to basketball, I'm I'm so big on the cerebral part of it. And LeBron James, don't get me wrong, he's got an IQ for basketball that's unbelievable and out of this world. But when it comes to MJ, this dude, you you can't even believe he did anything else. You thought that they would open up a box and this dude would jump out and he'd be ready to play, and then they'd put him back. Like, he almost didn't have a life outside of it except for, like, golf. It was it was nuts the way this guy was. But, again, I, if I had to choose to meet one of them, I would pick LeBron James because LeBron James seems like the kind of guy who would act like he knew you. You know what I mean? Like, he's just a good dude. He's a good person. MJ would probably look at you like you're some kind of a doucher and just walk away. Yeah, and you got that vibe from the last dance. Um, that MJ was just like, you don't want to like ever hang around this. You don't want to be a teammate with that guy. But LeBron is just completely different. Um, you want to you want to be with that dude outside. You want to hang out with that dude. He goes on live stream all the time, and he's just having fun with his family. He's doing TikTok dances. Um, <laughs> yeah. Him and Anthony Davis and a few others went and rode their bikes in LA the other day <laughs> together. <laughs> so That's and sick. yeah, and what what he's done with the I Promise School and all that, um, mm-hmm. it's just remarkable. Yeah, as a human being, LeBron's got more rings, man. As far as I'm <laughs> concerned, but yeah, the Last Dance, man, that was a blast to watch. That was that got me so nostalgic. However, when I was a kid, I <laughs> I hated watching Michael Jordan because he was just so damn good. And I was, I'm more of the underdog type of guy. And I mean, I'm a saints fan. Okay. Growing up as a saints fan, I had my own I'm so- paper bag with Jay, the eyes cut up. Jay, I am sorry for the last two, three years of being a saints fan. I, we truly are. All of America is sorry for you. We were rooting <laughs> for you both times and we are just sorry. Uh. Well, I, that's very kind. <laughs> that's very <laughs> kind. <laughs> I appreciate that. And living in Atlanta, um, you have no idea the hardships that I have to deal with. <laughs> All you have to do, though, is mention 28 to 3 to people in Atlanta, though. At least you can do no, that. I can't do that, man. Really? I don't feel like getting shanked. <laughs> like, I don't, you know. It'd be an honorable way to die talking trash to an Atlanta Falcons <laughs> fan, but not that'd be more painful than I kind of feel like going through. 
But yeah, man, I appreciate that. Appreciate the condolences, but yeah. So what yeah, nostalgia? Yeah, go on, talk about What's that. What that? What what nostalgia did the last dance bring to you? Oh man, I when I was a kid, the the thing I remember the most. I don't know why. This is the one memory of watching basketball with my dad. Like we were at. We I'm from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, so we were back home visiting some family in my aunt and uncle's house and we watched when Jordan drained the game winning shot against the jazz when he pushed off. Yeah. Remember that? Yep. That was a push off. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I, I get in arguments with people all the time, even though, you know, the argument that I have with, you know, MJ being the best and blah, blah, blah. It's he pushed, he put his hand on the old boy's hip. Who was that? Byron Scott? No, it was, he got confused for Byron Scott, but it, it was Byron something else. I don't remember his name, but it wasn't right. Scott. Was it? Uh, anyway, I mean that just the, that just goes to show like how important the guy was. For some reason, <laughs> they had him playing defense on Michael Jordan when that was not he wasn't playing him the best game. Like, and I had no, I never thought about that until I saw the last dance when they explained that. So it's like you want to look at this coach and be like, Dude, what were you thinking? And then when they crushed them that one game where they had like what fifty two points the yeah, whole game, yeah, it's disgusting. It's just, but I, I'll, I'll never forget when he hit that shot that I just, I just crumbled because I was like, God. And I don't care for the Utah Jazz. I just wanted to see all the fans in Chicago and all the all the people I knew back home, all the kids that were wearing the twenty three jerseys and everything. I just wanted to see their sad faces when I got back home <laughs> from that visit from that visit, but I didn't get to. I just got to hear all this crap about how Michael Jordan's the greatest ever. And look, I'm not knocking that at all, but I wanted them to lose so bad because all they were doing was winning. They were crushing everyone. It just everybody. And you know, then my one of my favorite series to watch was when they played the Magic because I was a big like when I was a kid I was a Mavericks fan, but I love the Orlando Magic because Shaquille O'Neal was probably my favorite player when I was growing up. Man, I had those pumps, those Reebok pumps, and everything. <laughs> I was I was sporting it, but that was that was a lot of fun to watch that uh, that documentary. It was it was incredible. Yeah, it was nice since I'm the younger generation. Never got to uh, watch MJ. It was it was cool to see, but like, you're like, oh my god, this dude just has that on and off <laughs> switch. He can do anything. You'll see him make like two shots, and then all of a sudden he's got like 50 points. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> and but yeah, where the hell did those come from? <laughs> exactly. But the thing about Michael being the goat, he's got he had so many advantages that these other players didn't have, like LeBron. He had um, Phil Jackson as his coach. He had Scottie Pippen. He had Dennis Rodman. Uh, he and he, he he went against teams. The the Jazz scored fifty two points in a finals game, while the Warriors are scoring seventy and a half. So I mean, the competition is way better now. But it uh, go ahead. All right, it's all right. It's not as it might not be as tough. But the scoring okay, there is go. way better. All right, there, yeah. Oh, all right. for sure. Yeah. No, you're you're 100 correct. I I agree with you there. All right, so and LeBron, you've got like these terrible coaches. You've had to do with J.R. Smith um, blowing a finals game. <laughs> you and you, <laughs> but it feels like the Bulls watching that documentary. They were so lucky, a lot of the time. Um, with I agree with um Steve Kerr hitting the game winner, and then who's the other guy? Um. 
um, Paxson. Yeah, Paxson. So I mean, you had two of these game or two of these series where um, Jordan was saved. So it's kind of annoying when people are like Ray Allen saved LeBron, but you've got way more games where um, Jordan was saved. Yeah, man. I don't. Yeah, whenever people say Ray Allen saved LeBron, no. They were a team, and Ray Allen made the shot. That's all that was. It's just like when Kerr hit that shot. Whenever I've, I don't believe that anybody saved anybody. LeBron got Allen in the position that he that he was in in order to hit that shot. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like it's all. It's when I was playing. It was all. You have a job to do. You do it, and you're going to set somebody else if it's not you. You're going to set somebody else up to hit that shot, and that's what you have to do. Like LeBron drew defenses. They didn't respect Allen for some reason, and Allen just drains threes. That's Jesus Shuttlesworth, man. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I had something. Just I just lost a train of thought. Well, oh, Sorry, man, I didn't know. I'm nervous. It was <laughs> – we had no idea Steve Kerr was a baller <clears throat> back in the day. Uh, we just knew him for coaching the Warriors. We had no idea he could knock down shots. <laughs> yeah, man, you make me feel so old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, dude could knock down some Jays. He was a beast. He was awesome. And then we see him getting a fight with MJ, and then him, and we have Steve Kerr apologizing. Come on, Steve. <laughs> right, I know. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was ridiculous. When I saw that, I was like, "Oh my god, man, have some pride." Like just, just. Just high five the dude, slap him on the ass, and say, "Okay, man, good game. Let's keep going. Don't yeah. apologize. I mean, give me a break." <laughs> All right, <laughs> uh, Jay. Let's move on to some NFL news. Sweet. So the the PI review it's finally gone um, after being implemented last year to try and stop what happened in the Saints versus Rams NFC title game two years ago. All right, <laughs> are you happy? I mean. Are you happy it's gone? What were your thoughts on that? It didn't save you from Minnesota last year. What are your thoughts on that PI review? Man, it whenever it first came up and, you know, Sean Payton was part of the board, I was like, okay, they're going to do something with it. But the way I feel and the way a lot of Saints fans feel, believe it or not, and I'm not trying to speak or, you know, put words in anybody else's mouth, but from what I've realized after talking to a lot of people, the – the call that wasn't made was so egregious. It was ridiculous. But then when people started coming out with these petitions and stuff, that was nuts. Like that didn't make any sense. I was like, just let it go. Let's go to next season. Let's see what we can do. But whenever they, they started implementing the, um, the replay and everything, it got ridiculous. I mean, it it just, go ahead. Like only what 5% of it got reversed. Barely any of them ever got reversed, even though you could tell. Um, they were bad calls. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, if that, and the, and the thing, like, maybe if five percent, and it just it just slowed everything down, and it got to the point to where that was my version of flopping. When <laughs> whenever anything would happen, if somebody sneezed on someone, they'd throw a flag, and then it's like, oh Christ, okay, I'll go make a pizza or something while they're trying to review this. It just got really old. I'm just uh, play the game. If it gets called, awesome. If it doesn't, that sucks. You can bitch about it and use that as an excuse. Just just keep playing. Like, you know, and again, that just goes to like that just speaks on how I was like old, you know, I'm an older older, you know, NFL fan, but 
it's I think it I think I'm glad it's gone. I'm glad that the review is gone. Um I just don't I don't see the reason for it anymore. Like whenever it happened, I was like, Great, there might do something, it might help, but it, it did nothing. Yeah, I really thought it would help a lot, but it didn't. So I'm glad it's gone. Um, like you said. Um, the PI will never get fixed. There will always be bad calls. Just hopefully they aren't as bad um, as two years ago with the Saints and Rams. Oh, yeah. So George Kittle, he's looking for a new contract. He's only getting paid seven hundred thirty-five thousand a year. That as one of the best tight ends in the league, that is way undervalued. D- Derek or Hunter Henry, uh, tight end for the Chargers, he's getting ten million a year. Does George Kittle deserve that? Um, if you put it that way, if Hunter Henry is getting 10 million a year and George Kittle is getting what, what is that? The league minimum right now is like 700 and something thousand a year. Yeah, He's still on his rookie year deal. Uh, and bits needs to get paid more than Henry, man. Um, that's, that's just, I mean, that's as egregious as that, that missed call to me. Kittle is a freak. <laughs> exactly. He's, He's a monster. If if Hunter Henry and and forgive me, I I didn't I didn't remember seeing anything about Henry's contract. Is that done? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many years he's in it, but it's it's he's getting ten million a year. He's the highest paid tight end. That's the highest paid. Oh my god! How did I miss this? Okay, so I guess this is a new rule in the NFL where you get paid. A million dollars per every got paid because that's the only way he deserves ten million dollars a year. This dude's always hurt. He's ne- Jay, you cut out. Oh, sorry, you there? You cut out real quick. What? What? Yeah. What did you say about um, um getting paid one million per, per game what? missed each season? Like this guy is <laughs> always hurt. It doesn't make any sense to me how they look. He's a great tight end. He, he is. Hunter Henry is a good receiving tight end. He's a he's a red zone monster like he's definitely a great target to have but you don't know how justin herbert's gonna throw the ball and forgive me i know everybody says tyrod but i remember watching hard knocks where he goes tyrod so i'm just gonna go with taylor <laughs> i don't know if taylor's gonna feed him the ball i don't know if justin herbert's gonna feed him the ball and they, they give henry this 10 million dollar contract that doesn't make any sense to me kittle over here is just literally picking up the kibble off the side of the off the side of the field with the seven hundred thousand and trust me seven hundred thousand dollars I'll take that thank you but I mean too <laughs> Kittle has shown Stone Kittle has shown that he's a freak I mean look at like these past two seasons he's had a thousand plus yards five touchdowns each season which is decent for a tight end and then in two thousand nineteen one hundred and seven targets where he caught eighty five that's seventy nine point four percent catch percentage that's <laughs> no yeah Kittle is a monster he needs he needs way more than 10 I agree million, honestly. I agree I, I agree with you 100% there um, it's it's atrocious that Henry is getting that money and Kittle's not so um, hopefully we have a season this year um, they're allowing all fans we'll see if that sticks through should be a spike in COVID in the fall apparently but so we'll see if there is a season but for 2020, who are some of your breakout teams? Um, man, I hate saying these teams. Um, <laughs> Atlanta, um, 
I think yep. the Falcons are due. Uh, I know they they made it to a uh, they made it to a Super Bowl not too long ago. Uh, we don't. Do- I don't understand how they did so bad last year. Uh, really their defense, their, every defensive player that they had, every starter got hurt basically. Um, and it, that's uh, it's it happened the season prior too. It's they just kept getting hurt. They can't they can't shake that injury bug on defense. As long as they get their defense straight, they're golden because their offense is sick. Especially with Gurley coming in, give me a break. Like they're going to be, they're going to dominate. I, I mean, I, let, let me take that back. I don't know about dominate, but they're going to do a hell of a lot better than last year. They should mm-hmm. at least. Yes, they have Julio Jones. Oh yeah, man, he's a <laughs> he's a freak. And a lot of people here, like that, I work with, they're all big Atlanta fans, and uh, they get so frustrated with me because you know Mike Thomas is our you know, wide receiver one and, you know, Mike Thomas, I mean, it's, <laughs> I can't, I don't even need to, all I got to do is just say Mike Thomas and that's basically it. But then you got Julio Jones and I'm like, man, I agree with a lot of people and they're like, he's probably the one B to Mike Thomas's one A. I mean, he's just a freak. And they're just like, why can't you just talk trash? I'm like, I, I'll talk trash if you want. I'm just going <laughs> to, I'm going to tell you the truth though. Like he's phenomenal. He's an unbelievable receiver. His, his route running is Second to none. I mean, it, he's just he's just awesome. Julio Jones is a freak. <clears throat> yes, he is. You got any other teams oh, yeah. or what? Um, Tampa, Tampa Bay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got that. I hate it so much, but I like Bruce Arians, man. Bruce Arians is a great coach. Um, seems like a real cool dude too. I don't know if you've seen the, uh, the documentary, the doc series on Amazon, the, um, all or nothing. Oh man, you gotta check that out. Amazon prime, man. Hashtag not a sponsor, (laughs) but (laughs) they, it's so sick. Bruce Aarons is a, he's awesome. He it's his first season with the Cardinals where they get David Johnson and all that. It's just great, but he's a phenomenal coach. He's quote unquote, the quarterback whisperer, which I mean, he doesn't need to whisper anything to Tom Brady. Um, nope. I think, I think those two together are going to be almost exactly the same as him and Belichick. I really do. But Arians isn't such a wet blanket, so to speak. So I think Brady and Gronkowski are going to have a great time together. I don't think Gronkowski makes it the entire season. I just don't, uh, he never does, but I think he's going to do well. Um, I think Kashawn Vaughn. Their running back that they just drafted is going to ball out. I think he's going to be like David Johnson, just a little bit smaller. Um, I think Ronald Jones is going to take a backseat to that. Uh, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. If they don't – and their defense is good. The team is huh? stacked. Yeah, yeah, team is stacked. Defense is good. Go yeah, on. They're, yeah. they're just – if they don't do anything this year, then just – um, but I another team that. I got is and I, this is I mean everybody's going to say this every. Sorry, did, you, did I break out? I just said trying to connect on my phone. Okay. Um, oh no, you get Browns... keep going. <laughs> I know <laughs> every man. year, man. Every single year. And, you know, I, I thought even last year though I didn't think that they were going to be incredible, but now that they've got Stefan. Who's, you know, he's a great tight end, but I just, you know, with Njoku, I don't know what they're going to do necessarily. I think with a healthy Odell Beckham Jr., I think if 
if they throw him the ball, he can do something with it. If he gets and he gets plenty of targets, it's just for some reason they him and Baker just couldn't connect. Targets are great. I mean, you could sit you could sit on the other side of my yard and throw me the ball, Braxton, and guess what? Doesn't mean I'm gonna catch it just because you throw it, you know, or I could throw you the ball and I can throw sure. it so high over your head. I mean, a target is great, but you need catches. Jarvis Landry, I love Jarvis. Two LSU boys, you know, so to speak. But, you know, I think I think they have plenty of skill. They've they've beefed up their offensive line to protect Baker, um, possibly allow Nick Chubb to run through that line. Kareem Hunt is still a freak show. So, I mean, he's still there. I mean, you know, and their defense has always been strong. So, that, that, to me, it's just like Tampa Bay, except, you know, they don't have the greatest quarterback, quote, unquote, of all time. And I say that. Yeah. The whole argument between LeBron, Kobe, and MJ again with Tom Brady and other quarterbacks, but we don't need to get into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here at Burgers and Brats, we don't we don't simp um, <laughs> Tom Brady. Nice. We don't stand him. <laughs> but yeah, um, and you, the Browns' defense is great. They when they made they were making a run towards the end of the year, but then that Miles Garrett incident happened, and it just went all downhill. But yeah, that Browns team just so much potential offensively. Um, we we blamed it on a Baker Mayfield sophomore season. Hopefully, it was just a sophomore slump, and um, the new head coach will be great. So hopefully, that um, plays out well for the Browns. But yeah, some of my teams, I've got I the Browns. Be, I as think well. they'll have a better yeah, season than they were last year. I think they'll have a, a season over five hundred. Um, I don't know how much. Uh, yeah, they make the playoffs. Playoffs. I don't think they're going to do much with it, but I think they're going to get there. I, I think they will. I hope they do. And some You're other teams, I've got buddy. Atlanta um, having a um, – I've got Atlanta making a playoff play, – or uh, having a better breakout year this year as well, just like you do. And then I've got the Cardinals. Sorry, Kyler Murray, yeah. second year. Again. Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. All right. Can you hear me now? All right. <laughs> um, some breakout teams. I've got mm-hmm. Atlanta, just like you, Browns. I've got the Cardinals. You're adding DeAndre Hopkins. Ooh. You can't get any worse adding him. And then – That's a good one. Yeah, Cardinals. And then Broncos, I, I think they'll be a little bit better. Um, Drew Locke came in 3-1 and one, um, um, last year. And then I've got the Giants, um, Saquon. Daniel Jones, um, got to be. They're going to be a little bit better this year. So those are some of my teams. Sure, man. Have a great yeah, I could, year I could, I could, I could sit here and talk all day about arguments for those two and why they would, for sure. Yeah, those are really good picks, buddy. Uh, I had the, um, I had the Giants as one. Uh, I've got a couple little teams here. I didn't have the Cardinals. That's actually a pretty. That's that one to me is to be seen but now that i think with with hopkins going over there which everybody's like oh you don't know how hopkins is going to play with murray it's it's deandre hopkins man the guy has stick him on his gloves i mean the guy's unbelievable what was it some ridiculous stat what was it last season where any any pass that could that touched his hands he caught every single one of them didn't drop anything that's insane 
That's insane. I did not see yeah, that. Yeah, it's it's I, out I there. Kenyon Drake. I've always been a Kenyon Drake believer, even when he was with Miami. Um, you have Adam Assface Gase. I can't stand Adam Gase. He just didn't use him at all the right <laughs> way. He's terrible. Gase is horrible with running backs. He is where running backs go to die. Look at Lev Bell. I mean, anyway, but I think the Cardinals definitely have yeah. nominal defense that I th- hopefully comes on um, and, do- you know, do- isn't riddled with injury again. And Pat Pete's going to be there the whole season this year. So, yeah, that's definitely a good pick, man. Very good. <clears throat> All right, so you got any other NFL to add? Move on to our other segment um, on this day uh, in history. No, man, go ahead. Let's do it. So, uh all right. So on this day, 1935, Babe Ruth um, announces his retirement. Do you do you rank Babe Ruth as one of your goats in baseball? Uh, man, when I was younger, I was huge into baseball. Like I got really, really big into it. Now I think it's more boring than watching paint dry unless you're at the game. If you're at the <laughs> game enjoying a beer, enjoying your, your friend's company or your whatever company you're with, I mean, as long as – you're there, it's a blast. But, man, watching it on TV, Jesus, dude, uh, I just can't. But back when I was a kid, loved Babe Ruth. I was always a – I'm always a big fan of power. Love yeah. power. Like, you know, like I was saying, I'm yeah. a big Shaq fan from before. And Steroid era. Steroid era. You're a steroid <laughs> era guy. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I'll just – yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, I'll, yeah. Yeah, but Babe Ruth did it without all that stuff. But, however, it wasn't even close to what the guys are doing nowadays. But still, for back then, Babe Ruth is a beast. I definitely have to say he's um, he's he's one of the greats. I wouldn't say he's the GOAT by any stretch of the imagination. Not for me, at least. I'm, I'm a Yankee fan. So You're a Yankee fan? No kidding. Sure. <laughs> Oh, buddy. yes, I am. See, I've, <laughs> when I was a kid, and I know I keep saying when I was a kid, Jesus, um, my grandmother, we were, I, I lived in <laughs> Louisiana for six months out of the year and Alaska for six months of the year. And you can kind of guess what months those would be. But my grandmother, <laughs> my grandmother was yeah. a Seattle Mariners fan and a big Yankees fan because she came over on the boat, landed in, you know, um, what's that spot in New York? Anyway. That yeah, thank you, Ellis, Ellis Island. Island. So she was a huge Yankees fan. <clears throat> well, she and I are very, very close. So I always, we always talk trash to each other. And uh, shout out grandmas. <laughs> and so just to get her goat, <laughs> I would root for the Red Sox, and then I became a Red Sox fan. But oh, then my. I realized that a lot of the guys that I met that were kind of just horrible people wore those hats. <laughs> all the time and it's not like they were fans of the red sox so i have nothing against red sox fans um at all but most guys i see that wear those are normal frat kids who you know the the rob gronkowski's of the world if you will yes that is that's a great analogy That that is correct hopefully i don't lose any followers or listeners because of what i said but if i do hey it's my opinion take it take it or leave it We hate we hate the Red Sox on this podcast. Is that right? Okay. Okay. We hate them. <laughs> if, I'll tell you, if Louisiana ever gets a baseball yeah, team, Matt, I'm all in. They have the they have the New Orleans baby cakes right now. So, 
Yeah, Matt's a Rangers. Oh fan, so man, okay. Sense. Yeah, my sister was my sister was a big Rangers fan. We got to meet Nolan Ryan a couple times when we lived in Texas. He's huge. Oh wow. All right, so 1984. Here's another one. Born in the USA by Bruce Springsteen is released. One of the greatest um, USA songs to ever be published for sure. That and Toby Keith. They got some greats. <laughs> oh, we got some birthdays to give out. Morgan Freeman, however old he is, it's his birthday this week. And then we got the great, beautiful Marilyn Monroe. And we got Brigham Young. So happy birthday, happy birthday. to those three this week. Yeah, I heard that every year that Morgan Freeman gets older, he gets a freckle. Well, just count those if you can. It's like the rings on a on a tree trunk. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I love Morgan Freeman. His voice, his acting, it really is. All right, so let's go into our last segment. Some quick sports debates. Um, you're talking about this a little earlier. But which wide receiver is the best in the league? Julio, Marky, Mark, or Mike Thomas, or DeAndre Hopkins? I know who Mike you're going to say. Go ahead and say it. <laughs> I've got plenty. See, we're on. Yeah, go on. I'm very interested to hear who, who, who's yours. I, I would. It, it's okay. tough to say, but I'm going Julio. I I just think he's the best. The only reason I won't see Mike Thomas is just because um on um NFL Twitter, we all make fun of Mike Thomas because <laughs> he only runs 5-yard out routes. That's why that's why we don't like Mike Thomas. <laughs> why we make fun of Drew Brees cuz it's just 5-yard out routes for but Julio, he can go catch it, he can go anywhere, he can get up, he's got hops. I I would have to say D-Hop or Julio is I would take them over Mike Thomas, but I, but they're one A, one B, one C. That's how I would say it. All three in any order: one A, one B, one C. I have to go Julio right now. Oh, Mike Thomas is your one C, huh? I hey, he's still one in front. It's hey, still one. I'll go if you don't mind. I'll go real quick through this because I know I'm taking you guys' time. But Mike Thomas, since 2016, thousand plus yards every season, nine touchdowns every season except for 2017. Where he had five. Okay. Record for most receptions, 149. I know y'all probably hard, tired of hearing that. And it's not like he's dropping off. I mean, it's every year he gets more and more yards. So I'm really interested to see. I mean, everybody says regression in fantasy football, you know, regress, but he kills it. Julio, I agree. He's definitely a 1B for me. Um, he's a monster. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah. Did I break up? Jay. Yeah, yeah. You there? You got all right, yeah, you broke up a little bit. Oh, sorry. Where where the where'd I let you go? The whole Mike Thomas. I don't think the podcast wanted you <laughs> wanted to hear about Mike Thomas. <laughs> That's I get it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but Mike Thomas, Julio, and then D Hop. I think DeAndre Hopkins is a beast, but Julio Jones has been playing since 2011, 797 receptions, twelve thousand one hundred and twenty five <laughs> receiving yards. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> yards per reception is 15.2. Okay, that's that's wow. crazy. 57 receiving touchdowns, remarkable. isn't it? That's sick. 57 touchdowns, uh, yards per game on average is 96.2. That's disgusting. 
Like that's, 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 I mean, my God, man, almost a hundred yards a game in his entire seat since 2011. That's, <laughs> that's that's, that's like unbelievable. That. That's I mean that's why I'm saying he's a very I mean man if you could do one a one a I mean I'm saying he's right there with with MT for me but I mean like it, it's just crazy. However, he has had 11 fumbles in his career. Oh, it's not good for a receiver. Not great, but I mean it's from, from 2011. I mean the, he's he's been there for a while. I mean Hopkins, he's 632 receptions which is, is good since 2013, I guess. I mean, compared to Julio, that's nothing. Uh, only 8,602 receiving yards, you know? Uh, and then 13.6 yeah. yards per reception, 54 touchdowns. I mean, yards per game, 78.2 and seven fumbles. So the thing is, is you can't it's, – it's hard to compare Mike Thomas to those two because he's only been in since 16. But – He's definitely an up and comer. I can definitely see why anybody would make an argument for anybody else. Like as far as Julio and, and Hopkins, I, I mean, I, I get that, but mine's mine's Mike Thomas. It just, I don't know. I just, I, just, I love the guy. It's not just, it's not just because he's with the saints either. Cause I'll, I, I go against the saints sometimes with certain things. So not trying to be biased, but. Anyway. Well, good. So Jay, all right. If Kwai wins a ring this year, is he, um, I need to see him play a little bit more. Jay, you there? Yeah, you there? You there, man? Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why he keeps reconnecting, but he's not even in your top ten. Uh, top ten? Yeah, I could, I could see that. I mean, I want to see him play a little bit. How long has he been in the league again? Um, he's been, he's been in for a while. He's been in for yeah, he's been in for a little while. I like, I like Kawhi Leonard. I like how quiet he is. He's, he's weird. But he's not—he's not one of those guys who you see a whole bunch of like. I don't know. I'm—I'm I'm, like I said, I'm one of those guys who I like the guy outside of the like, you know, outside of the jersey. As weird as that sounds, <laughs> I mean, like when he's when he's not. No, a yeah, I get guy. that. Yeah, yeah, he's a—he's a weird dude. <laughs> he really is. He is man. Outside. He's like Sammy Watkins. <laughs> I don't get that out analogy. Explain that to me. Oh, my bad, man. Uh, Sammy Watkins says he's the lizard king. Ah. Uh, yeah, he says he's a lizard person. That's it's just yeah, um, that's weird. Why laughs or that that creepy laugh? It's kind of like oh, it's it's just weird. <laughs> 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 well yeah, done. That sounds exactly like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think he's in my top ten. Honestly, I. Uh, I don't think he won the ring this year, but I don't think that would put him in my top ten. He's always injured, never plays full seasons, really. Yeah, and see, that's I keep thinking to myself, like he's a great player, but I just don't know if he'd be in my top ten either. Like I'm even looking at like the position. If you look at like a, a small forward, I mean, <laughs> yeah. he no, he's not anywhere near it. Crap, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, sorry. And so. We talked. We talked about this earlier. If LeBron wins his fourth ring, is he the goat, or does he? Does he need? No. To, he needs to prove a little bit more. What if he gets five? <laughs> yeah, man. What if he gets five for you? Man, if he gets five, uh, that's uh, it's still not six. But you know, the thing is, is it? Look, anybody. Okay, look. If if you look at it that way, if you look at six rings, I mean, who who played with Jordan? Did did anybody play with Jordan all six all six championships? 
did Pippen had to have, right? I don't think he did. No, I don't think Pippen uh, was with him his first championship. I don't think that. I don't think there's any way Jordan won without Pippen. I'll have to look. That you might be right, but that's what I'm saying. Is like he got six rings, and he's not even close to the discussion of the goat. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I'll tell you if LeBron. <laughs> I mean, damn man, I hate even saying this, but if LeBron wins a ring this year, <laughs> I might have to say he's the greatest. Yeah, and you've got Bill damn Bill it. Russell with eight. Um, people haven't been like top five, but not the goat. Yeah, you, you've got yeah, a bunch more. Right. You've got a bunch more people with more than six. I looked it up. There's like five, six more people who have more than Jordan, but no one knows oh, who yeah. they are. But yeah, I, exactly. That's the thing. It's like you got to look at their numbers and 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 yeah, man. Lebron, right. Lebron has more points. He's got more of basically every category, but he just doesn't have as many rings. So I mean, he's also played about two hundred more games, though. I have. He's played more games, but he got them on um, less shots. Um, he got the points on way less shots. Um, True. Per so, but yeah, he did True. do it in a better few more games. Better field goal percentage, yeah, Jordan. Better field goal percentage. And so, uh, last question, last debate: Do you think there will be false sports? We've asked everyone this: Are there going to be false sports? It's tough to call right now. It really is. It's it really is tough to call, man. Um, I I think so. I think so. You, you're referring to like NFL and yeah, NFL, college yeah. football, other. I don't know about college football. Um, I could see why college would want to do it more than the NFL because there's a lot more money to be made. Um, but I think the NFL has so much money to be made and they've already, they've already come out and said so many things that they've got a plan. I think, I think, uh, I think the NFL, I think they will be played. I don't know if they're going to have fans in the stands, which like what's hilarious. Like, I don't know if you heard what Melvin Gordon said, I, I <laughs> but they played, with, <laughs> they played with no fans anyway. He's not wrong. <clears throat> but um, I, I think they will. I think, I don't know if all fall sports, but, I definitely think that the NFL will be played. Yeah, I'm with you. I think the NFL will be played, but I there will definitely be a limit on fans. There may not be fans, but college, I, I really don't see it happening. I really don't, especially with what they're saying about there being spikes in the fall. Mm-hmm. So anything right. can happen, but I, we're just not seeing it. Right. Yeah, you're absolutely right there. Seriously, like I, I just – I don't think that the – I don't think college will play – but I do think the NFL will be will be playing, man, which I'm really, really hoping for. Yeah, we we are all hoping for sports to return. We are all ready for that. Yeah, well, sure. Jay, thank you so much uh, for being with us. You want to give out your socials um, where we can find you? Oh yeah, man. The pleasure was all mine, man. Thank you so much for having me. Um, so uh, I'm really more of an Instagram guy. I don't really ha- I have a Twitter, but I don't really mess with it. Um, I don't have a Facebook because they kicked me out for not using my my real name instead of my podcast name. So Mark Zuckerberg can <laughs> suck it. Uh, yeah, but um, the uh, the fantasy. Excuse me. Let me click this here. My wife does all this stuff for me. She's way better at this than me. Like I said, she's the brainiac. The FF Plug Podcast is my you know you can at me there at the ff plug podcast and um if anybody ever has any questions for me uh comments anything they want me to 
um, promote. I'm, as you guys know, I'm, I'm big on doing that for you guys. Like I, I love doing it. Um, love to help anybody that I can. You can always DM me there or you can hit me at uh, ffplugpodcast at gmail.com. Oh, and you can hear my, excuse me, you can hear my podcast on iTunes, Spotify, all other, and, and every other uh, streaming format that you can find. At the Fantasy Football Plug Podcast? Yes, sir. The oh. Fantasy Football Plug Podcast. I know it's a mouthful. I've said it so <laughs> many times, and I've still messed it up so many times, but you can catch me there. The Fantasy Football Plug Podcast. <clears throat> and make sure you guys are following us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Tune in and Pandora at Burgers and Brats and our Twitter and Instagram at Burgers and Brats. Jay, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a pleasure. Man, pleasure was all mine. It's the first time I've done it. I hope I did a good enough job for you guys. Thank you all so much.